The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day is here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Tuesday of the third week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Mary Ann Cope. She was born in 1838 in Germany. Two years later, the Cope family emigrated to the United States and settled in Utica, New York. She worked in a factory until August 1862 when she went to the Sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis in Syracuse, New York. Marianne held the post of superior in several places and was twice the novice mistress of her congregation. Elected provincial in 1877, Mother Marianne was unanimously re-elected in 1881. Two years later, the Hawaiian government was searching for someone to run the receiving station for people suspected of having leprosy. In 1883, Mother Marianne and six other sisters left for Hawaii, where they took charge of the receiving station outside Honolulu. Then on the island of Maui, they opened a hospital and a school for girls. In 1888, Mother Marianne and two sisters went to Molokai to open a home for unprotected women and girls there. She took charge of the home that St. Damien de Voister had established for men and boys. Mother Marianne changed life on Molokai by introducing cleanliness, pride, and fun to the colony. Mother Marianne Cope died August 9, 1918. St. Marianne Cope, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us, even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that the Holy Spirit may help us to recognize the gift of different charisms within the Christian community and to discover the richness of different traditions and rituals in the Catholic Church. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. The mother and brothers of Jesus arrived, and standing outside, sent in a message asking for him. A crowd was sitting round him at the time. The message was passed to him. Your mother and brothers and sisters are outside asking for you. He replied, Who are my mother and bro- my brothers? And looking around at those sitting in a circle about him, He said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Anyone who does the will of God, that person is my brother and sister and mother. Lord Jesus, 
we know and we've heard many times that in no way are you slighting or disrespecting or putting aside, setting aside your mother by this comment in this passage in the gospel. In fact, the opposite, you're, you're highlighting the fact that she is truly a part of your family. She is truly your mother in, in even the spiritual sense that you speak about here. Not only did she bear you in her body, but she follows the will of your father. She does the will of God. So if that's not what you're saying, Lord Jesus, then what are you saying here? What are you teaching us? What are you teaching me today? Well, I suppose the message is simple enough that your family, your true family, is more than just blood relations. We also know, Lord Jesus, as we've heard many times, that the brothers and sisters mentioned in this gospel are not, of course, your immediate brothers and sisters. You were the only son of Our Lady. But your brothers in the broader sense, your cousins, your kinsmen. But you're teaching us and them and your disciples in this moment that your family, your true family, is more than just your blood relations. And that you are inviting us into this family. You know, this um, past Christmas, I had the great, uh, the great blessing, the unusual blessing of being able to be home for Christmas. A priest doesn't always have that opportunity. Christmas Day is usually a very busy day. Uh, but it so happened that this year I could, be, I could be with my family, which was, of course, very, very special and wonderful to be part of all the activities and the festivities and the celebrations, um, all the old family traditions and customs and ongoing jokes, etc., etc. And this year, in fact, we had with us my cousin's fiancé. They'll be married later this year, and so he was with us for Christmas. And one feels a little bit sorry for someone in, that, uh, in a circumstance like that. Um, it's, always, it's always unfamiliar, uh, the, the new family customs and traditions and, and how things work. It always takes a while getting, getting used to, but uh, he, did, he did very, very well in um, getting involved and uh, making the most of the time and really being part of the family. And uh, the family also, for their part, thanks be to God, did well to welcome, in, welcome him in and, and make him feel at home. And this is, of course, how culture and community grows. As families become part of other families, as families grow, that is how they, they continue down the generations, how those traditions continue. And there's something deeply human and deeply beautiful about being part of a family. And, of course, being welcomed into a new family. And this, in fact, Lord Jesus, is exactly what you're offering to us today in this gospel. What you're saying about us who choose to follow you. That we are part of your family. That your brothers and sisters and mother are those who do your will. Who sit at your feet and listen to your word and follow you. In fact, the, the scriptures refer to the church, those who follow you, your disciples, as the family of God. And this is, in fact, not just like a human family or analogous to a human family. It is far deeper and indeed more important than any human family. The family of God, that is the church. Because, in fact, when we do follow you, Lord, when we follow your commandments, when we believe in you and are baptized, 
we become, in reality, like you and with you, sons of God. We share in your sonship, and God, your Father, becomes our Father. And you, we, we truly share in your life. We have your life within us, and not just for this life, but for eternity. We are truly part of the divine family, the family of God. What an incredible and beautiful mystery that you, Lord, invite us into your family. That is, each as individuals in our baptism, and then as part of the communion of those baptized, which is the church. You know, we speak about sometimes in the church, our brothers and sisters in Christ, sometimes preachers or um, speakers in the church will use this phrase, my brothers and sisters. Now, that might sometimes just seem like rhetoric, but it is deeply and profoundly true. It is in, indeed more true than even our human families. That someone else that is baptized into the family of God is with me, a brother or a sister in Christ. That we are both part of his family, that I can call that person brother or sister and am called to love them as such because we share the same father. And we can live as sons and daughters of the Father, and as brothers and sisters in Christ, because we have his life within us, because we share the love of the Son that is the Holy Spirit. And by being part of this divine family, of sharing in your family, Lord Jesus, we also have this incredible gift of your mother, that she is, as you reminded us, as you gave us from the cross, truly our mother the mother of the church, and the mother of all Christians. And in fact, you say in this passage of the gospel that if we, who are gathered around you, do your will, follow your commands, are part of your family, we are your brothers and sisters and your mother. And I think that is because your mother, the one who bore you, brought you into the world, also by her faith and her following you, her following the will of the Father, continued and continues to bring you into the world, to bring you to us. And that when we follow her example in this, when we follow you, when we do the will of your Father, when we say, let it be done to me according to your word, when we nourish your life within us, so we carry you to others, so we can bring you to others, so we can bring the same message, the same invitation to others to become part of the family of God. And this indeed, Lord, is your plan and your desire for the whole world, that each and every person can have the joy that is their destiny, that is what they're made for, to be part of your family, to be brought into the life of God, to be called and to be really a son or a daughter of God, to have your life within them in this life and for eternity. And so we thank you for this great gift of the family of God that is the church and this great gift of sharing in your divine family of the Trinity and of having your mother as our mother. And we ask for her intercession, your intercession, blessed lady, to help us to bring your son to the world so that we can bring the world into his family. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, 
Saint Joseph, my father and lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll always find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer now as we begin the liturgical day. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your your praise. praise. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord. Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, so will they be blown away. Like wax that melts before the fire, so shall the wicked perish at the presence of God. But the just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exalt and dance for joy. 
O sing to the Lord, make music to his name. Make a highway for him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice in the Lord, exalt at his presence. Father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom, but rebels must dwell in a parched land. When you went forth, O God, at the head of your people, when you marched across the desert, the earth trembled. The heavens melted at the presence of God, at the presence of God, Israel's God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Our Our God God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. The Lord gives the word to the bearers of good tidings. The Almighty has defeated a numberless army, and kings and armies are in flight, in flight, while you were at rest among the sheepholds. At home, the women already share the spoil. They are covered with silver as the wings of a dove, its feathers brilliant with shining gold, and jewels flashing like snow on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are mighty mountains. High-ridged mountains are the mountains of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high-ridged mountains, at the mountain where God has chosen to dwell? It is there that the Lord shall dwell forever. The chariots of God are thousands upon thousands, The Lord has come from Sinai to the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have taken captives, receiving men in tribute, O God, even those who rebel into your dwelling, O Lord. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Savior. This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death, and God will smite the head of his foes, the crown of those who persist in their sins. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depth of the sea. Then your feet will tread in their blood and the tongues of your dogs take their share of the foe. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Our Our God God is is a saving God. God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. They see your solemn procession, O God, the procession of my God, of my King, to the sanctuary. The singers in the forefront, the musicians coming last. Between them, maidens sounding their timbrels. In festive gatherings, bless the Lord. Bless God, O you who are Israel's sons. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes, at the head. 
Judah's princes, a mighty throng, Zebulon's princes, Naphtali's princes. Show forth, O God, show forth your might, your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple, high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you, bringing their tribute. Threaten the wild beast that dwells in the reeds, the bands of the mighty and lords of the peoples. Let them bow down, offering silver. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Princes will make their way from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Kingdoms of the earth sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens, the ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. His glory is on Israel. His might is in the skies. God is to be feared in his holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, you have given us joy in your holy meal. Help us to understand the significance of your death and to acknowledge you as the conqueror of death seated at the right hand of the Father. Kingdoms of earth, sing sing praise praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying. He tells of peace for his people. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, When you have come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you as a heritage, and have occupied it and settled in it, you shall take some first fruits of the various products of the soil which you harvest from the land which the Lord your God gives you, and putting them in a basket, You shall go to the place which the Lord your God chooses for the dwelling place of his name. There you shall go to the priest in office at that time and say to him, Today I acknowledge to the Lord my God that I have indeed come into the land which he swore to our fathers he would give us. The priest shall then receive the basket from you and shall set it in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God, My father was a wandering Aramean who went down to Egypt with a small household and lived there as an alien. But there he became a nation great, strong, and numerous. When the Egyptians maltreated and oppressed us, imposing hard labor upon us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and he heard our cry and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. He brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand and outstretched arm, with terrifying power, with signs and wonders, And bringing us into this country, he gave us this land 
flowing with milk and honey. Therefore, I have now brought you the first fruits of the products of the soil, which you, O Lord, have given me. And having set them before the Lord your God, you shall bow down in his presence. Then you and your family, together with the Levite and the aliens who live among you, shall make merry over these good things which the Lord your God has given you. When you have finished setting aside all the tithes of your produce in the third year, the year of the tithes, and you have given them to the Levite, the alien, the orphan, and the widow, that they may eat their fill in your own community, you shall declare before the Lord your God, I have purged my house of the sacred portion, and I have given it to the Levite, the alien, the orphan, and the widow, just as you commanded me. In this I have not broken or forgotten any of your commandments. I have not eaten any of the tithe as a mourner. I have not brought any of it out as one unclean. I have not offered any of it to the dead. I have thus hearkened to the voice of the Lord my God, doing just as you have commanded me. Look down then from heaven, your holy abode, and bless your people Israel, and the soil which you have given us in the land flowing with milk and honey, which you promised on oath to our fathers. This day, the Lord your God commands you to observe these statutes and decrees. Be careful then to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul. Today you are making this agreement with the Lord. He is to be your God, and you are to walk in His ways and observe His statutes, commandments, and decrees, and to hearken to His voice. And today the Lord is making this agreement with you. You are to be a people peculiarly His own, as He promised you. And provided you keep all His commandments, He will then raise you high in praise and renown and glory above all other nations He has made. And you will be a people sacred to the Lord your God, as He promised. You are a people God has made his own. Once you were not his people, but now you are the people of God. In the past you knew nothing of God's mercy, but now you have received mercy. Because he loved you, the Lord chose you and brought you out from the land of slavery. In the past you knew nothing of God's mercy, and now you have received mercy. A reading from the Detailed Rules for Monks by St. Basil the Great. What words can adequately describe God's gifts? They are so numerous that they defy enumeration. They are so great that any one of them demands our total gratitude in response. Yet even though we cannot speak of it worthily, there is one gift which no thoughtful man can pass over in silence. God fashioned man in his own image and likeness. He gave him knowledge of himself. He endowed him with the ability to think, which raised him above all living creatures. 
He permitted him to delight in the unimaginable beauties of paradise and gave him dominion over everything upon earth. Then, when man was deceived by the serpent and fell into sin, which led to death and to all the sufferings associated with death, God still did not forsake him. He gave man the law to help him. He set angels over him to guard him. He set the prophets to denounce vice and to teach virtue. He restrained man's evil impulses by warnings and roused his desire for virtue by promises. Frequently, by way of warning, God showed him the respective ends of virtue and of vice in the lives of other men. Moreover, when man continued in disobedience, even after he had done all this, God did not desert him. No, we were not abandoned by the goodness of the Lord. Even the insult we offered to our benefactor by despising his gifts did not destroy his love for us. On the contrary, although we were dead, our Lord Jesus Christ restored us to life again, and in a way even more amazing than the fact itself, for his state was divine, yet he did not cling to his equality with God, but emptied himself to assume the condition of a slave. He bore our infirmities and endured our sorrows. He was wounded for our sake, so that by his wounds we might be healed. He redeemed us from the curse by becoming a curse for our sake. And he submitted to the most ignominious death in order to exalt us to the life of glory. Nor was he content merely to summon us back from death to life. He also bestowed on us the dignity of his own divine nature and prepared for us a place of eternal rest where there will be joy so intense as to surpass all human imagination. How then shall we repay the Lord for all his goodness to us? He is so good that he asks no recompense except our love. That is the only payment he desires. To confess my personal feelings, when I reflect on all these blessings, I am overcome by a kind of dread and numbness at the very possibility of ceasing to love God and of bringing shame upon Christ because of my lack of recollection and my preoccupation with trivialities. O oh, my soul, bless the Lord, and never forget all his kindness. He, he rescues me from death and crowns me with his mercy and love. The Lord loved me and gave himself up to death for me. He, he rescues me from death and crowns me with his mercy and love. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, direct our actions according to your good pleasure, that in the name of your beloved Son we may abound in good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A frequently misunderstood gospel reading, coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord says something which is often misinterpreted. It's from the third chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Jesus' mother and his brethren came, and standing outside they sent to him and called him. A crowd was sitting about him. And they said to him, Your mother and your brethren are outside asking for you. 
who are my mother and my brethren. Looking around on those who sat about him, he said, Here are my mother and my brethren. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, there are those people who think that the Lord is disrespecting his mother and negating her perpetual virginity and immaculate conception. Not so at all. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. In today's Gospel, St. Mark tells us that the mother of Jesus came with some relatives asking for him while he was speaking to a great number of people. Perhaps because of the crowd which must have filled the house to overflowing, she remained outside and sent a message to her son. Then Jesus replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking around on those who sat about him, he said, Here are my mother and my brethren. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. This is Christ's new family with ties that are stronger than ties of blood and to which Mary belongs in a most eminent way because nobody ever carried out God's will with greater love and perfection than she did. Our Lady is united to Jesus by a double bond. First of all, when she accepted the angel's message, she united herself intimately to God's will in a way we can scarcely comprehend. At the same time, she acquired a spiritual motherhood over the son whom she conceived so that she was bound still more closely to that family which Jesus has now proclaimed in the presence of his disciples. St. Augustine has pointed out that maternity, according to the flesh, would have been of little avail to Mary if she had not first conceived Christ in a still more fortunate way in her heart and afterwards in her body. Mary becomes the mother of Jesus when she conceives him in her womb, is his mother when she looks after him, feeds and protects him, just as every mother does with her child. But Jesus came to establish the great family of the children of God, and benignly included in it Mary herself, for she did the will of the Father. And when he spoke of this heavenly parentage to his disciples, he showed that the Virgin Mary was united to him through a new family lineage. Mary is the mother of Jesus according to the flesh, and she is also the first amongst those who hear the word of God and keep it in its completeness. We have the immense joy of being able to belong with ties stronger than those of blood to Christ's family, depending on the extent to which we carry out God's will. So the disciple of Christ should say, as did his master, my food is to do the will of him who sent me, even when in order to do so he has to sacrifice, to put in their rightful place the natural sentiments of a family. In his turn, St. Thomas explains this declaration of Jesus, in which he places the link forged by grace above that of family ties, saying that having both a temporal and an eternal generation, he places the eternal above the temporal. Every member of the faithful who does the will of God is a brother of Christ because he becomes like him who always did the will of the Father. 
in our prayer today, we can examine ourselves on whether we always have a desire to do what God wants of us, in big things as in small, in what we like and in what we dislike. We can ask our Mother Mary to teach us to love this holy will in everything that happens, even in what we find hard to understand or interpret adequately. In this way, we already belong to Christ's family. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Time to pray once again with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. Lord, Lord you, you have, have blessed, blessed your land. land. You, you have, have forgiven, forgiven the sins of your people. O oh Lord, you once favored your land and revived the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the guilt of your people and covered all their sins. You averted all your rage. You calmed the heat of your anger. 
Revive us now, God, our helper. Put an end to your grievance against us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger never cease? Will you not restore again our life, that your people may rejoice in you? Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth and justice look down from the heavens. The Lord will make us prosper and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him and peace shall follow his steps. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Show us your mercy, Lord. Our misery is known to us. May no evil desires prevail over us, for your glory and love dwell in our hearts. Lord, Lord, you have have blessed our land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace, in peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. The way of the just is smooth. The path of the just you make level. Yes, for your way and your judgments, O Lord, we look to you. Your name and your title are the desire of our souls. My soul yearns for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me keeps vigil for you. When your judgment dawns on the earth, the world's inhabitants learn justice. O Lord, you mete out peace to us, for it is you who have accomplished all we have done. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch watch for your coming. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. 
O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Be gracious and bless us, Lord, and let your face shed its light on us so that we can make you known with reverence and bring forth a harvest of justice. Lord, let, let the light of your face shine upon us. A reading from 1 John. We have seen for ourselves and can testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. When anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. My God stands by me. All my trust is in him. My, my God, God stands by me. All my trust is in him. I find refuge in him, and I am truly free. All my trust is in him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My God stands by me. All my trust is in him. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that, that he, he would, would save us from our enemies, from the, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Lord Jesus, by your blood you have purchased for yourself a new people. We adore you and beseech you. Remember Remember your your people, people, Lord. Our King and our Redeemer, hear the praises of your Church at the beginning of this day. Teach her to glorify your majesty without ceasing. Remember Remember your people, Lord. You are our hope and our strength. In you we trust. May we never despair. Remember Remember your people, Lord. Look kindly upon our weakness and hasten to our aid. For without you we can do nothing. Remember your people, Lord. Remember the poor and the afflicted. Do not let this day be a burden to them, but a consolation and a joy. Remember your people, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, yours is the beauty of creation and the good things you have given us. Help us to begin this day joyfully in your name, and to spend it in a loving service of you and our fellow man. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get yourself and the day moving. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming right up. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.